Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with our Courage for Life Bible, so Tori just can take it from here. Yes, you guys. This is the men's version, in case you are wondering, and it's all about Zacchaeus. It is titled, Replacing Corruption with Generosity. It says this, Zacchaeus was a Jewish tax collector in the service of the Roman Empire. He lived in Jericho a city situated on a major trade route. As a chief tax collector, Zacchaeus leased from the Romans the right to collect taxes for a particular region and collected a commission from other tax collectors who worked under him. This allowed Zacchaeus to acquire great wealth. First century Jews despised tax collectors because they were notoriously corrupt and worked for the oppressive Roman authorities. The townspeople viewed Zacchaeus as a sinner, and he was essentially an outcast from his own people. When Jesus entered Jericho, Zacchaeus wanted to see him. But since he was too short to see over the crowd, Zacchaeus raced ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree along Jesus' path. This undignified act from such a wealthy citizen revealed Zacchaeus' genuine spiritual hunger. When Jesus walked by, He looked up at Zacchaeus, called him by name, and invited himself over for dinner. Overjoyed, Zacchaeus climbed down and made Jesus a guest in his home. Jesus' willingness to associate with a tax collector drew criticism from the townspeople who were displeased that Jesus had gone to be the guest of such an unworthy man. But while the people were complaining, Zacchaeus was making a commitment to right all the wrongs he had done. He vowed to give half his wealth to the poor, and if he had cheated anyone on their taxes, he promised to return four times the amount he had stolen, the required restitution for theft according to Jewish law. Jesus replied in Luke 19.9, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. Although Zacchaeus was born a biological descendant of Abraham, his actions showed that he also had Abraham's faith. Zacchaeus' faith changed his outlook on life. He turned away from a life of corruption and viewed wealth differently. And there's two questions. Has faith in Jesus changed how you live? And then what changes can you make today to begin embracing a life of gratitude and generosity? That's so good. What was the title of this devotional? Replacing Corruption with Generosity. I love that because that's something I've witnessed so much in my life where I had like a heart towards something, whether it be like a relationship or a social status or money or things or whatever that may be. And then whenever I encountered Jesus, I now had a different outlook on that thing. Yeah. And a lot of the a lot of the views I had on those previous things that I mentioned were actually really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And whether they were like small unhealthy or capital H unhealthy, or I'm sorry, capital U, <laughs> capital U unhealthy. <laughs> so they were like on a scale where some things were definitely more severe. But regardless, whenever I encountered Jesus, and I noticed that like 
I, I didn't look at relationships for what they can offer me. Mm-hmm. I now looked at them and how I can serve them. Yeah. And the same thing with money. I used to only look at money for how can I like solve my own problems? Cause you know, before I gave my life to Christ, like money was my, uh, was my idol. It was my savior. It was my mm-hmm. functional God. And because like growing up with money problems, you start to think to yourself, Oh, well, if I just had this, mm-hmm. then my problems would be solved. Yeah. And but then I gave my life to Christ and I still had money problems, but I had a different relationship with those problems. Mm-hmm. It was no longer about acquiring something in order to solve a problem. It was that I now did life with the problem solver yeah. and that no matter what I was going through, I can I can feel differently about my situation and yeah. I don't need to idolize these external things for how I am coping with things internally. Yeah. And so this is like a great way that now, like, of course, when you turn that greed into generosity mm-hmm. and you watch what God does and how Jesus is continually redeeming things. It just makes me want to take other areas of my life yeah. that were really like sour or bad before right. and watch how God wants to turn them for good now. Yeah. And honestly it gets me really excited because the crowd, the people were upset mm-hmm. that Jesus was going to go eat with this guy. Yeah. Like this guy was, it what was the scripture say he was like a notoriously, um, Corrupt. He was notoriously corrupt and the crowd was upset about this. Yeah. But Jesus was like, no, no, like I got something I'm, I'm, I'm doing here. Yeah. And that's what he did to me. And so it just gets me excited about what else he's going to do. Yeah. It's honestly it's, uh, along the same lines of thought I was having was just how God can take our brokenness and make it beautiful. Mm. Because when you think about the money that he had, a lot of it was acquired in a way that was illegal, right? He was stealing extra taxes from family to acquire this quote unquote great wealth. And that money, like when I think about it, it's like bad money, right? Mm -hmm. It's like not good, but he has an encounter with Jesus. And then half of it goes to blessing the poor. And so God's like, let me take what is bad and literally transform it into something that I can bless people with. And it's like, that's what happens when we give our life to Jesus, because before Jesus, we are dead in our sins. Right. And it's so funny to me that all of these religious people are so judgy towards the fact that Jesus is about to go hang out with this quote unquote sinner in their eyes, not noticing that they themselves are sinners, right? We're so quick to judge because this sin looks worse than the sin that we have in our life that we were dead to before Jesus. And so I just think it's so beautiful how Jesus is like, no, this is who I came for, right? This is who I am dying for. And that is you, that is me, right? We don't want to be the religious people who are judging, we want to be Zacchaeus. We want to be the Mm -hmm. person who is willing and has that spiritual hunger and desire to climb a tree, to get to Jesus, whatever it takes to just get to Jesus. That's what we want. And that's why Zacchaeus was overjoyed when Jesus invited himself over for dinner. He's like, I know if I can just meet this man, things will change. And so we need to have that same hunger to be like, Lord, mm-hmm. here are all the places in my heart that are corrupt, that are bad, that the enemy has taken a foothold in. Lord, will you take my brokenness and use it for your glory? Will you make this thing into 
something else completely and help me minister to your people through it, right? And it's like the money Zacchaeus acquired then went to bless the poor. And then he repaid four times the people who had been stolen from. So think about those people's lives and how that four times amount blessed them in that season. And you never know, like, the timing, right? Like we've had um, random things happen financially where we were like supposed to be paid on this day and we don't get paid till like months and months later. But it was like, oh wow, like we actually needed it to come through right now, right? And so God's always working in like specific timings and behind the scenes. And so I think this is number one, an encouragement for us to bring all of our brokenness to Jesus and have that like giddy excitement to see what God, instead of being ashamed of it and hiding it away and leaving it in the dark, which is the enemy's territory, bringing it to Jesus, bringing it to the light and watching what he can do with it, but also taking note to not be those other religious people who are judging, right? Like what God is doing in someone else's life because we think that maybe their sin is worse than ours and instead be prayerful and be so excited that they are having an encounter with Jesus because you never know what Jesus is going to do through them for the kingdom. Yeah, it's so good. And it just makes me think of like the other side of the equation where you read the story of like the rich young ruler whenever he came to Jesus and said, you know, I've done all these things and I've kept the commandments and all this stuff. And he's like, what would you have me do? And Jesus said, sell everything and come follow me. And the guy couldn't. And so he walked away downcast and sad. And we can have that response to our relationship with Jesus, changing our relationship with everything else. Mm -hmm. Or we can have a relationship or or we can have a, a response like Zacchaeus where he had this ultra built up wealth that so many of us are, deeply desiring and instead he gets a relationship with Jesus which all of us have and he says you know what that is actually not that important better yet I'm going to use half of it to serve people and the other half I'm going to use to repay people that I've wronged and so let's make sure that we're responding like Zacchaeus when it comes to the things that we're holding so tightly to and not responding like the rich young ruler so good want to praise him out Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the transformation that happens in your presence, God. I pray that your Holy Spirit just be so active within us that you would tune our spirit to truly be so receptive to your conviction, Father. If there's anything that we're holding on to so tightly that we need to surrender today, would you help us do exactly that? Would you help us have a response like Zacchaeus? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Hasta mañana.